And now, to the millions and millions of listeners and viewers all across the world, it's the That's Not Christian Podcast. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all. This is your boy Switch. I'm here with your man Jimmy. I'm here with your man Jay. I'm here with your boy Ant. And we got our very, very special guest, DJ Lost and Found and Prophet Welcome, welcome, fellas. Thank you for your patience. You know what I mean? We had some technical difficulties. Some crazy technical difficulties. Thank you for rocking with us. This is episode 87. Shout out to Guys Music Radio. We're here, though. We're here. So what's going on, man? How's everybody doing, man? A little impatient. A little impatient. (laughs) Everybody's like, what? You can say that again. Who's impatient? Praise God. Me. We good, Hey, we could just go ahead and blame the devil. That's what we could do. Yeah, this is persecution (laughs) against us. This is is censorship. Oh, oh, you saved, saved. Okay, okay. You're super charismatic today, huh? All right. Should we we bring the the olive oil, you know, start anointing the laptops (laughs) and the cameras? You you had to put a demon in the headlock, huh? (laughs) I see you. I see you. Okay. Go get the shofar real quick. (laughs) Blow the trophy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. So what's going on, man? Anything interesting happened this week, man? A whole lot of interesting happened this week. Man. A lot of stuff. A lot yeah. of stuff in Texas going on. Yo, Texas, Texas, right? Texas struggling. Man. Yeah. Yo, it's crazy, man. I, I kind of, I, man, I feel bad for them people, man. But at the same time, like, they're always making fun of Cali. So I'm like, you know, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> nah. You know? yo. <laughs> but I'm out of deal with this. <laughs> Nobody here is, is from Texas, right? Nope. Nah, they got power. What you mean? Not yet. Oh, we good. Right, they, got they, got, they got power. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my man's moving to Texas. I'm moving there. I'm going to Dallas. Yeah, in May. Okay. Yo, it's bad in Dallas right now. <laughs> you know it, it is what it is, but you What's know, that? once in a lifetime, right? That's a once That's in a right. lifetime. Very true. That's the thing too. Like people, people are saying, like, yo, you know, uh, why wasn't the government ready? Like, nobody expected this. Like, when do when does Texas get these types of blizzards like this, man? Yep. That's like that joint look like Buffalo right now, you know? Yeah. Word. Yeah. We about nah, to get we about to get at least 10 inches tomorrow. Pause. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. major plus. Wow. Hey yo. Hey yo, wow. no disres- hey, yo, no disrespect to Texas, man. But y'all got a man up. <laughs> nah, that's, that's what the mayor said, right? He said, nah, he, like said he said, yeah, he said, yo, son, y'all acting like some snowflakes right now. He said, the strong survive. You know what I mean? By your boot, you know what I mean? He resigned after that, right? Yeah, wow, he he yeah. yeah. That was his drop the mic quote. Yeah, yeah. Good. He's like, I'm going out. You know what I mean? On a high note. That's crazy. Yeah, man. I've seen some videos, though. People, yeah, it, right. It's bad. Bizzle said he's about to be ready to sleep in his car. Wow. I don't, think, like, that's, I don't even think that's a good move, though. Like, wow. your yeah. car's going to be colder than your house. Wait, yeah, wait, he, wait, wait. Turn the heat on. He might, well, you turn he might have car. he might have that 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 car that we like to talk. Well, that I like to talk about a lot. What? Oh, that ad, the ad that you the ad that you saw him in in the Alexis? IS. The Lexus? Nah, not even that. Oh. Tesla, baby. Pass the Elon's no car. Dude, we just saw he, he got a He can't. Car. He's not allowed to. He got that ad. What are you talking about? Pass the Elon? Yeah, that's his pastor. That's, yeah. that's who he's accountable to. Man. But you didn't hear biz, biz's <laughs> oh, wow. disclaimer at the end of the video. He said, like, okay, now I got to go back to living regular now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So come Biz, on, Biz, so Biz, I, don't think, I don't think Biz is driving a Honda Accord like 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 like, like your man. What's his name? Uh, uh, D one. Now he yeah, paid off saying. the DMs. Yeah, he didn't say what year though, but he got the right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. But, but uh, Biz, um, folks in Texas, I know Biz uh, to this morning um, didn't have any power at his crib. Nah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I was seeing. I'm up in uh, upstate New York, and um, a few weeks ago, we we ain't have power too, man. That's the worst, man. Wow. You got no heat, no power, nothing. Uh, you got to go to your in-laws. You be smelling for a good how, two days. You know what I mean? How long you ain't have power? Uh, like 48 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, some they, had to, they had to give us like, um, what was it? Uh, what do you call that? Dry ice for the for the freezer. For, for, yeah, oh, that's crazy. Where upstate you at? I'm up by by Poughkeepsie. Oh snap! Wappingers. Yeah. Okay. Yo, that's where we spent. My wife and I, our family spent like four to five months out of the initial quarantine. My mother-in-law lives in Modena. She's like 15 minutes from Newburgh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. There. There. I'm gonna have to run down on you one day. Yeah, <laughs> come through. <laughs> Make sure he got power. Right. <laughs> yeah, running water. Well, All I'm right. just saying, this is everyday stuff. Texas this is what we go through, man. Every, you know what I mean? Three, four times a year, you hurt. Yeah. That's crazy. That's I, crazy, man. I, I was seeing uh, videos online how you know blocks and blocks just didn't have any power, and all of a sudden the guy just turns his to his house and he has power. And I was like, damn, yeah, generator. Was, yeah, the generator. He has a certain product from a certain company. That I like to talk about. Oh, uh, don't tell you got a Tesla roof. No, he got a uh, power walls, so battery oh. battery storage. Yeah, so oh, okay. the stock is going yeah, up, Tesla, baby. Tesla roof ain't gonna work right now. There's like no uh, sun. It's, it's, yeah. it's in the middle of like a blizzard. Yeah, but it should be storing up. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right, yeah. storing. Uh, what's it? Mason said. What did he say? He said they got 12 inches in um Oklahoma. Pause. Yeah, pause that too. Um, these guys, and you say you buy a crib, you buy a generator's tax write off. That's true, yeah. That's facts. 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 Yo, what, what you guys keep in your uh emergency kit, or what's something that you should keep in your emergency kit oh, for man. things like this? Because you're always like, for example, I'm in New York too, but I'm in the city, and we don't really experience too many power outages, like let's say Long Island or upstate. But right. I feel like if it does happen, I'm not prepared enough if something were to. Uh, okay. Listen, man, if, if 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 you like if you in Texas, which I'm sure a lot of folks are already, you know what I'm saying? But if you're in Texas in the middle of a blizzard and it's cold, you definitely need to pack the heat. Because people <laughs> are gonna be hungry. You know what I'm saying? People, you know, are a you lot of people about, need that shoddy. You're talking about, about different heat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. talking about the blicky, yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about because I'm saying, like, you know, you you know how it is, like even even in, in like in, in Florida, you know what I'm saying, or like Puerto Rico, like people wait to the last minute to go get supplies, you know, to get water, to get toilet paper, all that stuff, right? Everybody does that. That's what I'm saying. So you wait till the last minute, there ain't gonna be a lot of stuff in the shelves. So you know, you know what the next move is is like you're gonna go and try to take it from somebody else, you know. So you gotta keep that heat, you know, for them cold nights. <laughs> Make some pennies though. Jamie said you need to make some pennies though. <laughs> yeah, I'm good, bro. I got I got propane tanks. Okay, right. and the peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be all right. That's all you need is a lord. That's all you need is a lord, you heard? This is this is the hack though. This is the hack because I, I ran into somebody who's going who's in Texas now who has power, but they right. live in the radius of a police station 
and hospitals. Oh. So they have, be, they have to be, you know, have to have power. Word. So that's Word. a fact. That's you a life hack I mean? right there. Of, oh. them spots, they can't lose power. I mean, Just they gotta. Our companies gotta keep them going. Just like how close, you, how close you gotta live by the police station, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no. I don't want to live too door. close. Uh, no, no, no. Ten, ten mile radius. What you doing? Why are you worried about living next to the police station? <laughs> no, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yo, that phobia. That's not Christian. Right. No, it is. It really is. It really is. It really is. <laughs> Oh, they don't catch yeah. you smoking a joint or something, right? Right. I mean, it depends oh, what state you in, though. Huh? It depends I'm in Cali. I'm in Cali, so it's completely legal. But you yeah. won't catch me smoking a joint. No. Mm-hmm. He said no, that's. I'll, I'll leave that. I'll leave that to 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 you know former Reach Records artists. You know. Oh. Leave that to them. Oh. Who are you talking about? about? You talking about Aha? 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I wasn't quiet about that loud, was he? Yeah? It wasn't quiet. He wasn't quiet about it. You know, maybe you know, maybe he does it for his anxiety or something like that. Who knows? You know, maybe he got a medical reason. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm with that. If, if it's a, if it's a medical use, I mean, cause man, this is this is a hard topic. I'm gonna be honest. It is. It well, is. Let's let's let's, let's go ahead. Let's let the listeners know what what happened first. So I. Yeah. Aha has said he's looking for uh, new tequila. Was it tequila? Um, um, alcohol. You know, alcohol, and basically saying that he wants to put down the brown liquor. Um, and so tequila's clear though. Yeah, no? right. He's going so light. He, he yeah, wants he to put to down light. the brown liquor. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Light. He's okay. Okay. So he was asking for suggestions on Twitter. Um, <laughs> in a response, someone oh, said, man. "You drink." One of you know the holy roller said, "You drink." And then he said, "Yeah, I drink. Why they got holy smoke, rollers? <laughs> and I smoke weed. <laughs> that was that was his response. And I smoke, but I stopped though because the Lord told me to, you know, for this season of my life. Yeah, yeah, that, no, oh, that's, that's what he said. Yeah, Is that he what said he, he said? stopped because the Lord told him to take a break from it for yeah. now, for this um, season. But he can go back. I think around September or something like that. I think those right. were the, the the tweets afterwards." If you check yeah. the thread. Yeah, I this is a tough one. And um, I think some of the best conversations I've heard about it is like the, the big homie Ruslan um did one that was really good just on marijuana and smoking and stuff like that. I think the main issue is you're looking at the practicality versus the spiritual aspects of it. Yeah, like first of all, let's speak practically. Our bodies were not designed to inhale anything. We were we not supposed to be inhaling anything, right? Mm. That that's that's first and foremost. So any type of smoke, any type of chemical inhalation is right. not is not you know it's just and a that's good too because people so <laughs> people speak about marijuana and it's and it's it's positive you know uh, you know it's good for you and things like that, but still is damaging to your to your to your lungs to you know what i mean it, it well you talk you talking well. you talk you talking about right. smoking though you talking yeah. about smoking there's other ways to consume it as well so is the problem right. smoking or is it the problem the consumption right now right. Th- that that's where it becomes a real a legitimate conversation because um i definitely see the benefits the medical benefits of um legal marijuana right and i'm not mm-hmm. talking about street like uh, I, and i'm a I could give you all sides of the argument being a former pothead myself. I was a pothead for right. years from 14 to 20. Mm, right. <laughs> um, and, and even after I got saved, it took a little while 
for for that particular vice to be you know chopped from my life. But anyway, um, the medicinal aspects of it, CBD oil, we obviously see a whole industry being built off of this now. It, it makes sense medicinally, right? But when you start including THC, which is the component that gets you high, yeah. that taints that perverts you know that perverts the whole thing. So I mean, yeah. my opinion is nobody should be smoking, whether you should you're a believer or not. If you're a believer, you definitely shouldn't be smoking because you're allowing a particular substance to now have some form of control over you. Right. Uh-oh. And I know there's different arguments, people like whether they're addicted or not addicted to it. You you stop smoking for any period of time and you'll you'll see and you'll learn how fast that that's an addiction. You know I, mean? mm. that, I thought you was going with the uh, be sober minded at all times. Oh, yeah, uh, that, that's a scripture reference. Definitely be sober minded. But now for I some mean, but for some that, people that that, that that's good. That scripture is talking about maturity, though. It's not yes. really talking about, you know, what I'm saying being high or being drunk or whatnot. Yeah. So that 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 scripture is sometimes taken out of context. Now you said something about it, you know, if it's legal. So does that does that is the legality base that does it have some sort of basis on whether or not it's uh it's moral? You know what I'm saying? Um because what's 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 legal in California is not legal in Texas, what's legal in Texas isn't legal in California. So for example, like or in New York City. <laughs> right, right, right. So, like in Texas, you can hold hammers all day long. You can't do that in New York or LA. You know what I'm saying? So does does that mean that it's morally wrong? You know what I mean? And I I don't right. mean to like you know use those two because obviously the, you know that they're a lot different. But you know because you said you you talked about the legality aspect of it. I'm just curious as, as to if that plays a role. You know what I mean? Because um I have a friend actually uh, uh Jaime. We know him. He um he left his state to go to another state be, to try to get treatment for his son. You know what I mean? Because um it was illegal in his state. You know, mm-hmm. um so I I don't know. For me, the legality issue isn't isn't really that much of an issue to me because I don't I don't think that the government or the state um legislates morality or can legislate morality. Um, but I do agree with you in the aspect of smoking it, but there's other ways to consume it as well. You know, um, there's, there's like vaping, you can make teas and whatnot and that sort of thing. People take it for anxiety. I've seen people take it. I know, I know somebody who, who, um, who has been taking, uh, Rick Simpson's oil for 10 years and they haven't had a, um, they haven't had a seizure in 10 years, you know, and they were having seizures, multiple seizures over time. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's what he mentioned. Like if, if it's, if it's serving that kind of purpose, um, yeah. medicinal use. Um, but if we're talking about you on the block getting high, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, we don't know that how's doing that. We, though. Don't, we, we don't, don't, we don't know. We don't know. You're right. right. But, um, right. He could be taking it for anxiety. I don't know. Yeah. You know, right. Um, could, I don't know why. He could be growing it in his backyard, ain't he in Louisiana, right? Yeah, ain't, ain't yeah. from Louisiana. He could be can growing it in his backyard. Can you do? Can you do that in Louisiana? I don't, I don't know, but I'm saying. <laughs> so to, to remove the legal, because I I think the legal aspect that's a really good point that you touched on that. Because yeah. as believers, I think we do that a lot, and this is what the problem is with the right wing, super conservative, right? Oh, just, you going there? I, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to just that extreme. They're going to add you, bro. Only, they be only that comments. extreme. Only that extreme. Okay? Um, Yo, they be watching us. They be, they be watching, watching us, bro. <laughs> you don't speak for the podcast. Hey, hey speak so, I'm only talking about the extremists. So if you identify as extremists, then at me, bro. At right, right. But um, 
I think that's the issue with the extreme, the super far right yeah. extremist version of conservative, super hyper Christian, you know, Pharisaic. Like you're you're trying to legalize uh ethics and morality, yeah. like you said. Right. That, that's a big issue with the Christian faith in general on both sides of it, not even just on the conservative side, no, on you're the right. liberal you're side right. too. Yeah, like we want yeah. we want the government to protect our religious freedoms. That's yeah. not how it has ever worked in the history of mankind. It's never worked yeah. that way. So removing that yeah. legal aspect of it, but going to it, I mean, medicinally, if it makes sense, right? Um, if it doesn't have THC in it, I don't have a problem with it, right? Because THC is the part that gets you high from what I understand. The chemical, that is the chemical mm -hmm. that actually gets you high. So if you have medicinal marijuana, that is, in, in some way, shape, or form is going to have a euphoric type of state that's going to bring to you because right. it carries that naturally. But it's not sure. laced with THC to get you high. That's not the intent or purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. regulated. That's, but that's, that's really does, what I mean. THC does have some medicinal purposes too as well, though. Yeah. Um, you could you could you could find that in a lot of government sites. There's a doctor, Doctor Christina. Ah, I forgot her last name. Uh, I, I think it's Pena from she's uh, she's a doctor in Spain. She's done a lot of tests, uh, a lot of studies regarding the the uh, me medicinal uh, benefits of of THC. But then, if 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 that's the argument, then what about like? Uh, when you get your wisdom tooth pulled out and the doctor gives you a Vicodin, Vicodin mm -hmm. gives you a high, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, so yeah, does bro. promethazine when you, when you have, when you have, when you take promethazine because you have a cough or something like that, uh, you know, during cold season, that gives you a high too. So does that mean Christians shouldn't take that as well? Even a low level Percocet would do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, I so, mean. so does that, so does that mean does, because those give you high, should Christians not take those? So basically, get high. Well, I mean, they, they that's they not should. what I'm saying at all. No, no, I'm saying for medic but, but, I'm saying for medicinal purposes. Well, I'm saying for medicinal, yeah. medicinal purposes. For medicinal, yeah. But if, <laughs> no. if you talking, if you like, like, if you have a surgery that's coming up, or or you're having a pain, like when I had um, so, I, had, I had kidney stones. And they were they were oh. drugging me all. You don't up. drink water, bro. You don't uh, drink water. Uh, uh, Do you I ever drink a lot of water? Huh? I said, did we ever see you drink water? Nah, I, I, I be having water all the time. I got a whole bunch just, of water he, bottles just do, laying around the house. Just, I don't even that know. That dude just drink henny. That's it. All he drink is henny all day. <laughs> <laughs> he don't drink no water. Say, what you see him post? Uh, nah, uh, I put the brown liquor down, man. Don't look at the brown light. <laughs> and yeah. the weed <laughs> Stop. Throw the brown liquor down. Yeah, chill. But yo, I think with this, we gotta realize, we gotta see whether weed is a sin or not. Right. Oh, uh, not that argument again. Huh? Yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like we need to like, and it's just like alcohol, right, or wine, right? Sure. Like, is the issue really the substance itself, or is the issue the individual? You know what I mean, and how they use it and how they carry it out? Because you know, when when we when we hear about these things, we think about our past, right? How some of us would be in the hallway right. with our people, right? And we That's would smoke up and get high, and that was just. The way we carry, you know what I mean? We carried ourselves. It was an addiction. It was something that was sinful. And it was like, I had to get high or I had to do this. But now, you know what I mean? Now that we're saved, we're sanctified. You know what I mean? Some people say, yo, you know, I might, whatever, you know, take a, I don't know how they, I, like, I don't touch it. I don't mess with it. You know what I mean? That's just me. But, you know, maybe 
I don't know, an aha situation. Maybe it is a medicinal reason. I don't know. We had to ask that man to see what's going right. on. I think right. I think you're right though, because you know, if you if you want to talk about scripture where it says that, you know, it's not it's not what comes out of the body that that um I don't have it correct, but basically it's not what comes out of the body that that uh, makes you stand the man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, so it's basically coming from your heart. So what's the issue? Is the is it um beneficial for 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 marijuana? You know what I mean? Is it beneficial? Um and just because it's permissible and just because it's yeah. legal? Um, is it beneficial to your testimony? Is it beneficial to your use? Um I think I think you got it right on is is the individual. You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's for one, I think a lot of it is is personal convictions. Um what is the Lord telling you? Because I know for me, I don't yeah. do hard liquor. It's just personally for me. Yeah. But I watch a, a rated R movie with cursing in a moment and that don't bother mm-hmm. me. And I don't think for me it's sinful. Um, right. but I won't listen to 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 hip hop, you know what I mean, to rap that's secular because for me it does something to me. So mm-hmm. I think part of it, um, a big part of it is the individual. You know what I mean, what's your mm-hmm. what is your conviction? Right. What the Lord telling you not to do. All right. And, True. Yep. And, and that's so good. And I think it's about going back to what you uh mentioned was about the spiritual maturity, right? Um, what often happens, we push off our personal convictions on others yeah. as yeah. if that's the law and that's the mandate. Right. When yeah. scripturally, right, if you look at it, weed is not a sin anywhere in scripture. Right. Alcohol is not a sin. Drunkenness is a sin, right? right. Um, that scripture about being sober-minded, that has to do with spiritual maturity and not necessarily um, being sober, you know, body-wise, physically or whatever, right. or uh, cognitively. That, well, actually, it's speaking of cognitively being sober versus being physically sober, right? Right, um, right. And I, I think it goes back to th- this is the biggest argument. And right away, the, the the main scripture that I think of is Romans 14. When Paul is talking about, you know, don't don't kind of overshadow the, the, the lesser of a believer or the one that's weaker in the faith or less right. mature in the faith is really what he's saying. Um, by your convictions, right? Don't be all puffed up and proud in your knowledge and wisdom of the Lord and then push that on them. So I know if my my bro don't eat bacon and you're going to be offended or it's going to do anything, any level of disruption to you and your faith by me eating a bacon, egg and cheese, I'm not going to eat a bacon, egg and cheese in front of you, fam. I'm just just not out of my spiritual maturity and out of my love for you as my brethren in the faith, right? Out of respect and out of love and honoring you. And I think the same thing goes with weed, with alcohol. I mean, I'll be, you guys quote me, whoever's watching this episode, proper link. I got a bottle of wine and I love this Arroyo. Look, that's look my, at this. Look at this heathen. I drink. <laughs> look at this heathen. <laughs> throw now, all the stuff. Now, are you going to go on Twitter and tweet things. it? You yeah. read the bottle? Like, yeah, pop a bottle. That I will not do. But brothers, <laughs> but, but brothers like LNF, um, him and I have shared a beer before, but that wasn't that that never happened until we had the conversation of where our convictions were at. Like, yo, bro, mm. are you cool with this? Right. We were celebrating. Right. I think this is when we were uh, co-hosting um, Rise of Worldwide. Shout out to yeah. Joe Boss. And um, I think we were celebrating a particular episode or uh, yeah. more syndications. Right. And we we had some wine and we had a couple of beers and we we all were on the same page with where our level of convictions were. First. Right. And you weren't getting plastered either. Right. And we you were not like... getting plastered. No, because getting drunk is not right. the object. Right. Right. We, right. Um, and, and I, I think that brings up another conversation. So do you need it then? My wife has challenged me this before. So do you need yeah. to drink at all? 
Mm. But her and I enjoy a bottle of wine every now and then, right? Mm. We we were getting ready to celebrate this uh, <laughs> Valentine, a long Valentine's weekend. Got a couple yeah. of bottles so we could enjoy in the nice classic suite for mm, a long praise weekend. Praise God. Which- we had you had a cheerful heart. Huh? <laughs> we, right. we had to cancel it due to quarantine. Oh, but uh, but the point is, you know, it, that challenge and that question now goes down to personal convictions versus what the word right. actually says. So right. is aha sending by by blowing down bud? In in one way, I dare say yes. Why? Because if he's smoking it and he's rolling it up and he's inhaling that. That's a detriment to his body. And our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we should be taking care of our body. So that same conviction that allowed him to stop smoking because of the season, <laughs> he's taking care of his health. He's in shape. He looks great. I don't know if y'all seen the last videos he yeah, dropped. Yeah, 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 yeah. His brother's he's, looking fit. He's on like, point. Yeah, yeah. He, he did he did say he did say smoke weed. He he didn't say he was consuming consuming well, my cannabis. Thing with that, but my yeah. thing with that isn't can't can't you know, and I don't want to push back towards you. I'm not saying, and I'm not trying to be like the devil's advocate or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. But what can people say the same thing with alcohol? Like if you drink or you consume, you know, alcohol, it's like it's bad for your liver or it's bad for mm-hmm. another substance of your body. I mean, part of your body. So that's kind of like. But that, that, that leaves room for the technical arguments like dark yeah, liquor right. versus light liquor, red wine versus white wine, right. so on and so forth. I right. Yeah. Right. I think, I think a good measure is accountability, right? Um, so I know with myself, I give my wife, she has the ultimate control over whether I can drink a beer while, I'm, even if it's just watching football, drinking a beer. And um, if she tells me too much or or stop, she has the ultimate, you know, I mean, control as Yo, far as I go. That's good. So yeah. I think as far as with the brethren, you know, in the faith, like maybe you have somebody who like um, who can challenge you. You know, what I mean, if you're not married or whatever, have somebody who can challenge you. And who you give that authority and you submit to that person when they say, maybe you shouldn't do that. And I mean, no matter what the circumstance is, and it's, it's good because this person also knows you. So they know your history. Uh, they probably have a good feel for, for why you're doing what you're doing. Um, so but I think it's good to just submit yourself to somebody. Um, yeah, that's good. And then the good measure is your heart. What is your heart's response? You know what I mean, so if my heart responds to my wife in a negative way because I want a beer. Am I then making that thing an idol where, you know, is is I want it so bad that I'm not even willing to put it down. I mean, maybe just put it down. I mean, it's a, it's a good I think it's a good uh, measure of where your heart is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that 100 um, percent. I, I And I think you're right about having someone, you know, that holds you accountable because, you know, it's it's, it's just strange that like in, in the in, in the church and in our faith. We go so hard on people who 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 smoke weed and and drink, right? Um, but like I've seen this, I've seen this in a lot of meetings where like um, like uh, when you go to church or whatever, like to discipleship or something like that, and people have left their addictions, but they be hitting that free coffee like it's water. You know what I mean? Like they be just <laughs> cup after cup after cup. And I'm a coffee drinker. I love yeah. coffee. You know what I'm saying? I'm back but on coffee. I've, as I've a- seen people like, <laughs> like, yo, like that's like your 10th cup in five minutes, bro. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh-huh. Um, and, you, and and if, if you've ever, if you've ever seen, like, even if you've like never been to AA, but you may have seen it in a movie or something like that, like those people who stop drinking alcohol, 
they some chain smokers, you know what I mean? And so like mm-hmm. you still yeah. dealing with that addiction, you've just replaced it, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And and even uh I I just pulled this up. Um Proverbs 23, 19 to 21 says, uh, do not be heavy drinkers of wine or with gluttonous eaters of meat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we never talk about that aspect mm-hmm. in the church, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like how many, how many, like how uh, many believers are like on the heavy side? I'm on the heavy side right now, you know what I'm saying? But we never talk about that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's always like it's always like those things that we feel are morally wrong, you know what I mean? But we never mm-hmm. we never talk about, you know, those other things that the scripture talks about. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel I, like I, go I've ahead. Took, no, I, I've always took issue with that. Um how random says the skinny guy. Look at that. Right? Oh, so look at the skinny guy. Look at <laughs> throwing stones. <laughs> throwing stones. <laughs> no, but uh, just that example period of you know, you picking and choosing which right. aspect you want to condemn or throw a stone about right, or right, not right, right? Right. The, right so the same the same way that i feel about obesity running rampant in the church should be about eating habits and, and what made me think of that was actually i had a real conversation with my wife about this recently we were talking about the daniel fast and right. we were we were like this is a church church culture thing across america and across the world right and we were really like contemplating what is the purpose of this if on that 21st day, you get a fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all you can eat. Exactly. You're going to go be gluttonous and yo, overindulge yo. on all those different things. So, if you the rock already, con gandules, you so, know what I mean? The penil, all that. We had to evaluate, like, our lives. Like, we already eat healthy on a daily basis. Like, I, yeah. I praise God for my wife because I wasn't eating healthy until I met her. And she calls mm-hmm. me too. I never used to drink water. I never drank water, plain wow. water. Never. It had to be flavored. It had to be like sodas and juices. Soda, yeah. That's my whole life, right? Until I'm my wife. So now I could drink actual regular water, right? We got a water filter machine in the house now. Um, but these now are. Do habits. you have too much water? Do I? Oh no. <laughs> no. Are you addicted to water? <laughs> no, no, I don't no, overdose. Imagine you start saying, "Yo, yo but you, you, you <laughs> could die, you could die from too much water." That was yeah, yeah. Yes. died. Yes, for real. Too, too much. Yeah. Of anything. Yeah. Too much. I thought we too much to have more anything. water. No, oh, too much okay. meat is bad for you. Yeah, yeah too absolutely. much. Oh, yeah. Too much vegetables is bad. For you. Too much fruit is bad. Anything in overconsumption mm, can be bad for you. Too much sunlight, right? You could take it to any aspect. Right. Too much of anything um could be really bad for you. Except Yo, shout for, out to Mario Esco, Arocon Pollo. Arocon Pollo. Facts. But we was thinking about this aspect, like all these folks that's cutting off coffee. So now you're not drinking coffee for Man. 21 days. But on that 21st day, you're like, running right to Starbucks. Oh. So yeah, Yo, if, if you couldn't already practice moderation before that yeah. 21 day fast, you probably mm. shouldn't be doing that thing. Yo, a lot of people mm. doing it right now because of uh, Lent, right? Yeah. They're giving, they're giving stuff up. But you come Easter... You know what I mean? <laughs> Ooh, uh, I want it all. I got a rib right here and a cup of coffee right here, bro. <laughs> did, did you guys? Did you guys see? Uh, what's his name? John John Gabbana, oh, aka yeah. Boom. Yeah, he got baptized. Boom. Another weed yeah. king. Uh-huh. Yeah, he yeah. got baptized. He had posted something about smoking weed too. He was he was smoking a joint right on right there, right, right on, on the IG. Head. And boasting on the Lord, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. boasting yeah. on the Lord in the Scripture. He's like, I know the Scripture. Yes, I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sober. I'm sober. <laughs> he, he, he's sober minded, but high spirited. I, I don't. I don't know how <laughs> yeah. How did? How did? How did you? <laughs> like, probably because you. You kind of said. You kind of mentioned earlier how you 
you came, you know, you came to the Lord, but then after you were still like, you know, dabbling with the smoking or the smoking, right? So what was your process that kind of like said, nah, I need to put this down? Man, it, it took um it took the Lord removing me from all of my ties to hip hop culture. Um, and I've been talking about this a lot with a bunch of folks is how I was raised by hip hop and R&B and they were bad dads, <laughs> hip hop yeah. and R&B. Right. So once God kind of removed me from that, I got, you know, I stopped listening to self secular music. I stopped hanging out with those friends that I could have sworn because when you first get saved. Oh, yo, I was on fire. I went back to my hood. I was like, right. yo, I'm not looking at girls no more. I'm not going to have sex before marriage. Yeah. I'm not smoking no more. Yo, shut up. Roll this up. Yeah. Yo, but let me tell you about the Lord as I'm rolling up, right? And mm. then, <laughs> so um, I I had to be completely removed from that culture and that past life before I could be in and around it and be comfortable and be uh, assertive in my faith enough, you know, grounded in Christ enough to be able to withstand yeah. and be against. So now I could be I could be in the studio with folks lighting up and not yeah. be a problem, not catch a contact high. Um and it's just it's not an issue for me. And that those are the folks that the Lord is but like did it, minister to. You did it I mean? take you a while? Was it like was there was there a, a time a where it was like yeah, it took like I seen him, right? People months. would see that and they'll be like, Oh, but how's he saved? Right. They, they, the judge, you know, they start casting the stones, right? And it's like, wait, hold on, he's going through a process right now, you know what I uh -huh. mean? So, you know, I think some people, because like some people just cold turkey, you know what I mean? Like you said, right. they get on fire for the Lord. They throw out all their secular CDs. Everything is of the devil. You know what I mean? <laughs> Suit and tie. Like, they just man, cold I threw turkey. That's, CD, how, that's how I came in. You know what I mean? I came in cold turkey. So now, but when I, I I listen to other believers, they're like, yo, this joint was a process for me. And I had, you know, I was, I'm, I know I was filled with the spirit, but it just took a little minute for me to, you know what I mean? Overcome this. Yo, I got baptized with this, that spirit of the Lord with evidence of speaking in tongues if y'all want to get super church knees <laughs> that like a few weeks into december of 2006 it wasn't till april of 2007 that i was completely sober for a week wow hmm. so uh well yeah a couple well you said november no you said right december. november so it took like a good four months four months like a, a, a and then you were like months. nah then then i was <laughs> well I think it might have been it might have been the rest of that year of 2007. But what happened was I replaced I replaced the addiction. Mm. I really did. Um, but in a good way. I started attending Bible study groups. Um, mm. I started getting involved in ministry. That's when I started getting discipled. So that took place of any time that I would have been um, at liberty, quote unquote, to to now be exposed to that. You know what I mean? I wasn't hanging out with those same friends anymore. I wasn't um, talking to the same girls that I was getting high with. Um, I wasn't in, I wasn't even in the community or the vicinity to be able to cop. Uh, mind you, I was, I was selling weed up until that point to like 2006. Um, wow. I was selling weed. So I like, I got saved. I decided I wasn't going to sell it anymore, but I still had some. Um, and I still had, I still was around the same folks that I was getting high with all the time. Yeah. Um, my boys. So, so would you feel would you feel that conviction like at that moment? Would you be like, ah oh, man, I shouldn't be messing with this? Or was it like, 
Nah, After I got saved, I felt the conviction right away, but I didn't have the strength enough to combat it and not grab it. Like if they passed it to me, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. After that second or third time, it's like, you yo, sure? stop. You sure? Give, give, <laughs> let me get that real quick. Let me get that. All right. Um, yeah, so sure it, it yeah, that's, yo, that's interesting because like for me, I, I stopped smoking. I was selling too. Um, I, I said it before on the podcast. Um, I was smoking a blunt and cross movement came on Rap City, mm-hmm. right? And like, and I was I was still chopping trees and I was selling mm-hmm. weed, but I stopped because um I wanted to avoid the appearance of evil. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, I felt like people would judge that if they saw me smoking weed, they would judge that. And then that would look bad on the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like it it, it, it would affect my testimony. So I never really felt like a conviction, like, yo, I should stop, you know, because this is evil or this is bad. But it was more so because of how it appeared. You know what I'm saying? And so I just I just completely I actually I kept smoking. My wife had stopped and uh, we were we weren't we weren't married at the time. Um. My wife had stopped and then I was still I was still smoking, but only because I had I still had some, you know, because I was selling. And then after that, like when, when that was done, I was like, nah, I'm good. You know what I mean? And and I just stopped. And that was like back, that was like in 99. Yeah, nah, I I wouldn't have stopped, bro. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have stopped. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't right, have. Right, right, right. I'm, nah, I'm, I'm the same, the same like you. I was smoking like since 13, like every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, multiple times a day. Every now. day, like like before Wait, I even brush my teeth, like the blunt was right there ready. You know what I'm saying? Like before <laughs> I go to bed, you know what I mean? Like the blunt, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was just, it was just all you know. It was, it was part of my daily life, you know. But mm-hmm. when I came to the faith, like I just felt like it was gonna be a problem. You know what I mean? Like me sharing the gospel, you know, and and, and I'm the weed man, you know. Like mm-hmm. it just was, it wasn't gonna work, you know. But that's what it was for me because it. it so in April of 2007, thinking about timeline, I also had met my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first relationship I ever had in the Lord, both her and I, like somebody that was mature, getting discipled in the faith. Right. That was our first relationship. So um, and then I just started getting discipled. I was going through the school of disciple makers. I was going through the Bible Institute. I was attending yeah. small groups um, and I was so heavily involved with any aspect of church that the pastor had to push me into one ministry he was like hey listen you're going to choose between the men's ministry or the youth ministry um because you're doing too much like <laughs> i was attending any bible study that i could get he's like bro you ever go home <laughs> exactly exactly so i like i over you homeless? exerted myself <laughs> i became homeless actually um ironically enough eventually after that but um yeah, like it was real humble circumstances that brought me to the Lord. Like my testimony is, is wild leading up to salvation, but that's mm-hmm. not even what got me saved. Like it was humble circumstances, like being too Praise prideful God. to go back home, not being able to pay my bills, coming out of a bad relationship. That's what led me to the Lord. And then I was selling bud. Um, you know, I was a womanizer taking advantage of women and telling them whatever I needed to. to it, that, that was my fix, right? My right. fix. Um, to cover all the trauma that happened in my life. Like I, by 18, I got shot. I got stabbed. I got my head cracked open. Wow. My lungs punctured a couple of times. I was literally pronounced dead twice on the operating table. Wow. Um, by 18. And then people figure, oh, okay, that's why you came to the Lord. No, it wasn't. It was two years after that when I was just stuck in anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. and, and weed wasn't, the, the self-medication of marijuana wasn't doing it anymore. 
being promiscuous wasn't doing it for me anymore. Mm, um, right. You get then, tired. You get yeah. tired of your life. You get tired of it. And, and that and that goes back to what we were saying about earlier is like, you know, you, you give up the weed, but you start smoking cigarettes. You give up the liquor, but now you drink, you know, you consuming too much coffee or or, or you're addicted to energy drinks or, or, you know, or soda or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like you got to deal with that sin issue. You know what I mean? Like that addiction issue, you know, because I think what we like to do is we just, you know, in the church is like we try to replace it with with drugs that are legal, you know, because coffee still a drug. Sugar is like the number one killing drug. You know what I mean? Like yeah. more than any any other drug, you know what I'm saying? From diabetes, heart disease, all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. well, let, let's talk about how ministry kills people sometimes because pastors still suffer from heart attacks. That's like the number one cause of death for pastors. Yeah. It's a heart yeah. attack because mm. of stress, because they overexert themselves. Well, a lot of them are on the heavy side too, though. That is true. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw you know, you know, I, said too many fish fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of why I wanted to ask because um I'm, I'm showing people that see Bunk and I I know that they seen um they kind of seen like his IG page and I seen some comments and obviously people like oh how can you be a Christian in this and it's yeah to hear that profit link that you know what it was a process for you like it took four months right. for you to you know what I mean put yeah. it after out. after and I was and I, I and I had to stop hanging out around those circles like a, a right. God completely removed me so my church. Uh, our home church, New Life Outreach, is in the northwest section of the Bronx. I grew up in the South Bronx. Yeah. So once God removed me from the, the South Bronx, building. and I just was not there. I just wasn't this is like around. like BX week, huh? Yeah, yeah, stay, stay on the pod, man. That's what we yeah, do. Yeah, we just we just had we just had Angie on the podcast. Yeah. BX yeah, with William Cater. Come on, man. William Cater. This old BX with him, man. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think I think that's good that you shared that. Um, because like you said, you were spirit filled, and it was months after, and it was a process. And so I think that's an encouragement for a lot of brothers and sisters in the faith right now who may be watching this. Where like. Dag, I got saved. You know what I mean. I went up to the altar, but I'm still struggling with this sin. You know what I mean. And and it's, it's, it's encouraging to hear you say that that you know, it's a process sometimes, and that you have to cling unto the Lord. You know what I mean. And and, and be diligent about seeking Him. And it's you know, you won't have to make some sacrifices, and that means you know you might not be able to hang around with you know the same folks you was hanging around with, going to the same spots or whatever. You know what I mean. And you know what I mean. Like like um, DJ. LNF said you got to have somebody who holds you accountable, you know, yeah. um, you know, so that's that's really encouraging to hear you fellas um, share that. Yeah. And also and also uh, humility as well. You know, what I mean, right. You know I mean, right. like, oh, yeah, I know I got God now. I know I know I'm right. I'm, you know, what I mean, you're going to have to pull back. Young <laughs> and, you know what real quick. <laughs> what you said was crucial, like um, that aspect of the appearance of of evil. Right. That yeah. that triggered me too because i was going back into the community um and i think this could this could be a real big encouragement to folks just because you're getting removed from those things doesn't mean that you're completely forsaking them and that you're not called to reach back out to those people you know right I mean? god had to remove me so that i could get grounded in the faith enough so that now i can sustain and be strong in the lord and the power of his right. might Facts. around them and be of them, but you know, you know, to be amongst them, right. but not of them. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and and now that's some of the greatest relationships that I have. Those same people that I couldn't be around and be strong enough to not smoke with, now they, they they'll go and tell others, like, yo, my 
like by the time I got released to be back around those folks, um, that's really what it was. The Lord gave me the okay, okay, now you're now you're strong enough to withstand this. Now you're mature enough to be amongst these folks, and now you can minister my love and my goodness to them, right? Yeah. It was after that point where they were able to to keep me from it. You know what I mean? Like, oh nah, Mike is Mike is saved. He Christian. Like I can't. <laughs> Uh, I'm not even going to pass this to you. I would joke around at certain times. Uh, this is years ago. This is not now. I don't joke around like this. <laughs> Stone throwers. Um, but <laughs> like around that time, I would I would see if they would pass it to me or if they would try to get me to get drunk or, if they, you know, whatever the device was at the time, try to introduce me to a girl, whatever the case was. Um, and they wouldn't because they are, they, they saw evident in my, not only my appearance, but in my actions mm. that I was living for Christ. Mm. Um, and that's an encouragement to everybody as well, just because God removes you from a certain, uh, uh, certain body of people or certain areas, environments, so on and so forth, doesn't mean you're getting completely removed and you're not called to now minister because that's an attachment. That's, 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 those are people that we love and have developed real relationships with. Right. Um, so you're not forsaking them. You're not just leaving it all behind. Um, you're doing so for a season and a time until God could build you up. Right. right. And minister to the mm -hmm. folks, you know? So you, you're not running around telling people uh, all roads lead to heaven pretty much. No, <laughs> no, no, oh, man. You're not on your Steve Who's saying Harvey. that now. You're not, the... you're not on your Steve Harvey. Oh. Uh, <laughs> look at it, Steve. <laughs> I mean, he could be a pastor if, he, if that's if that's what he's saying. He could he could be a pastor in some places. Oh, oh, that's not a lights out in Houston, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? He is a pastor to a lot of folks, which is bad. Mm. He is a pastor to a lot of folks. Oh, Steve Harvey. Yes. Yeah. yeah he's a like a mentor, man. right? He's like a. He ain't passed going enough to it. Yeah. People take marriage advice. Ooh. from a, the Take that, take that, take that. Uh, <laughs> so, it's hard so, to take marriage advice from a divorce. Multiply, multiply. Uh, you know, how many divorces he's had? A couple. I don't know. Uh, he ain't preaching enough to his daughter, ain't he? Right. That's what I said. I said, take wow. that, take that, take that. Wow. <laughs> I, and That's I, probably I, why he made that comment, yo. He's like, yo, I keep praying to God about this girl. It ain't working. <laughs> that's not Christian, <laughs> brother. That's not. <laughs> you know, what happened? What did he say though? He's that's what he said, right? He said that there's there's no one way to heaven. Yeah, basically. He said there's more than one way. Right, but he's not like. I guess he's not calling them God, or is he on his like Muslim thing? Because I saw him like, look, he was like he was in a mosque or something, right? You want to, you want me to pull up the video? Yeah, uh, it's video right. footage. I and I yeah. love Steve Harvey, man. That's that's what's crazy. I, I've always viewed him as a person that was open about his faith, but I think yeah, I thought I thought he was time, at one point, right? Yeah, I mean, early on. That's <laughs> what I mean. I, I think early on, but as the time passed, as as he went through trial and tribulation, I guess he was tested by the fire and failed. I don't mm. know. Because for you to make a statement like Pull that, up Leon's comment. That's a very detrimental <laughs> statement, right Leon there. Leon said multiple dreams of God. Which one? Nah, he said he's on right. French Montana. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, let's go. Uh, Yo. Uh, that's such a detrimental 
Mace says Steve Christian. He used to be Christian. Mace wilding out. Mace said Mace. No, 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 Mason. Pat, Mason, Mason. Oh, I, okay. thought you, I thought you meant Mason Betha. Nah, yeah. that dude. Nah. Oh, wow. He must be connected to Hillsong. Wow, wow. they're shooting at your church, Jay. Ouch. Hold on. It's all good. It's been a, it's all good. Wow. Hey, Hill, Hillsong's making strides. Yeah, you guys ain't see our interview with the truth. He's the pastor of apologetics for Hillsong in Atlanta now. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's what's well, what happened. That was him right there. Uh, yeah, that was it, but I didn't get the sound. Give me one second. Oh, so 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 truth is out in Atlanta now? Oh, he's still in Philly. No, he's in Atlanta. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, they officially that. a pastor. I think it's uh what about a month ago he officially became a pastor there. Yeah. Wow. That's where all the CHH artists go, man. After they mm-hmm. retire, they go. <laughs> That's where the community's at right now, man. Whether like they retiring Jada or they trying to elevate, they go to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Because you got a lot of young people. All right, here we go. Look, look, see? He like he was about to get on the private jet. See, oftentimes, people who are religious think their religion is right. I'm not going to play it all. Just a quote. is wrong. There is only one way to God. <laughs> But Steve's faith is unique because it's really not about that. There's no one one way to heaven, no one way to paradise. It's like television. Now it's over 800 channels of cable, and they're all pretty entertaining. So I'm pretty sure, man, that to get to heaven, there's got to be more than one route. Because somebody watching another channel or taking another channel than you, they still getting entertained, and they probably still getting to heaven. This dude bumped his head. Right. He did say that so confident. Wow. wow. <laughs> I mean, there's so, so many. Like, this is not even a topic. It's like, there's so many scriptures against that. Like, if right. it's not even yeah. nothing to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, where, where, where did you even come up with that? I would, so come on, yo. That's insane because I, I've, I have found, um, and I'm, I'm heavy on apologetics, right? I'm heavy on apologetics, deep theology, that type of stuff. Um, but I found that anybody who makes such a statement like that has never had a particular root in any in any faith. Mm-hmm. And they almost always, I want to say 97.8% of the time had a traumatic experience that was directly tied to specifically religion, right? Not necessarily mm-hmm. a faith. Um, and that, that's why I say that's such a detrimental statement to make. Um, yeah. You don't understand about you don't understand apologetics, period. Right. And I'm not saying this as a Christian, as a believer or follower of Christ, however you want to designate it. I'm right. saying that as an apologist, period, as a studier of faith and ha- having studied agnosticism, um, Gnosticism, um, atheism. So, so my, the dude that discipled me was actually an atheist. He was the dude that would make you question your whole faith before he got saved. Like that, that was the type mm-hmm. of dude he was. Um, and he helped build me up in a very incredible way, and I'm super grateful for him. Uh, but right, yeah. does Steve does Steve Harvey feel that same way about atheists? Like, is that you know what I mean? Like, are, are atheists a way to to get into heaven as well? Like yeah. atheism? Um, you gotta ask him. That's why that's a dangerous statement to make. Right? Because if like, you look at all faiths, there, there's there's a there's a precursor. There's a particular set of mandates, right? Precepts to achieve whatever the said goal was christianity and the christian faith is the only one 
that gains entryway through a person mm-hmm. and through right. a person that has been documented through history. You understand what I mean? Um, when it comes to Islam, when it comes to any particular sect or side sub series of Christianity, however people want to label it, right? Uh, you know, Mormonism. Um, and, and I'm saying this as I was I was baptized Catholic because I come from a Puerto Rican family um, as a baby, mm-hmm. and then uh, I had to go through whatever sacraments. I have godparents, whatever the case, right? I was baptized as a Mormon at age seven uh, because my mom is actually a deaf adult and I know American sign language. Um, Mm. So the Mormons catered. to. So I was baptized Mormon and I was in the Mormon faith for several years and a part of that community. And then I had a super crazy traumatic experience with Pentecostals. Raja Tabla Church <laughs> um, <laughs> as a teen. So did anyway, they make you dress up? Uh, the Mormons make you dress up and uh, give out tracks and stuff? Nah, because I, I was I was too young. I wasn't oh, okay. older. That's oh, that's for missions, right? That's when they go on missions. They got to wear the, yeah, the, the draws and all that. Yeah, and there was only white missionaries at that time. Mm. There was only white missionaries. They just started, I think, putting on a couple of Hispanic dudes because they figured out, oh snap! Yo, they speak Spanish so good. Yes. Well. They've been doing that for a long time, like multilinguistic, like yeah. all I'm talking about all languages. I'm talking about like French speaking, oh, um, sure. African dialect speaking Mormons. But they were always all white, though. All of them were white. And then they were bilingual, trilingual, whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Um, the later 90s, I think, is when they started doing more inclusion and having. Um, yeah, I think Rom- Romney's from Mexico, right? Or oh, he got family in Mexico. I didn't know that. Utah, yeah. Have... Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's because they they have a you can marry more than one female, right? Something like that. Nah, they don't do that in Utah. Those it's people right. left. Yeah, they don't do it. That's why a lot of them left to Mexico so that they could do that. Oh, okay. That's the that's the ref- that's that's their reformed church. Yeah, the thing yeah. with the, with Utah is just kind of like the the liberties that they have through the land. That's why they stick to the certain areas, mm. but within the jurisdiction of like the main cities or anything like that, it's not legal. Yeah. So they take on many wives and stuff in Utah. Um, but yeah. anyway, the point I was trying to get to is just that right. any faith you can see it is very evident in their scripture, in their you know whatever authority that they u- utilize that there's certain acts that acquire your salvation or your righteousness right and christianity is the only thing that that says that you, you, there's nothing you can do to earn salvation and there's no way right. you can get to heaven except through christ jesus right no mm-hmm. one comes to the father except through me right? right um he is the way the truth the life so to make a statement like that like i'm, I'm totally against that i got yeah. a lot of love laws for for steve harvey i've i've been following him and admired him for a long time um just as a public figure and just wow. his energy and stuff but that that's a wild statement that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. you get yeah, pushed out facts. Like i'm gonna stop tithing to his church <laughs> <laughs> the more family feud in this house <laughs> <laughs> i say he cut off right. that's it that's it. <laughs> you know, well, uh, somebody else got caught off of uh, Disney. Uh, oh, no. Uh, yeah, Gina oh. Car- 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 Carano? Carano? Carano. Carano. Yeah, from, 
Um, I, I've never seen the man, Mandal. What is it? Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Say nothing today. Me neither. Though. Wow. 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 Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You chopping her yeah. name up the show everything. You uh, I mean, she gone anyway, so does it really matter? This is that's not Christian. Oh man, she's supposed to have a spinoff, right? She was. Yeah. She was. That got canceled. They said she'll never work. She blew it. Disney. No wow, what's that? What happened to her? What what'd she do? She has some tweets, some controversial tweets. Oh, okay. So we canceling people again. Yeah, I don't yeah man. Yeah. Uh, you know, the 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 party of tolerance, man, isn't so tolerant, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. They were saying how I think <laughs> they were like all the smoke. Now they said it was like several Disney producers, directors, actors that were like basically either they were Trump bashing or they were right wing bashing and like um none of them you know they don't they never got canceled they never lost their jobs or anything so yeah I think one of one of the producers said that um we should throw Trump supporters in the wood chip wood chip rivers yeah kids oh, wow. kids kids wow. yeah 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 what? yeah and they had the picture of the wood chipper right yeah wow. so she said this is one of her posts that was criticized. Um, it says, Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Now, I don't so disagree that, uh, with that. That's tough. That's you, can't, you know, you can't you, you can't compare nothing to Nazis like like that. That's, that's but that's that's what that's that's what the love did to everybody who was a Trump supporter, though. Yeah. Right. He was a Nazi. He's he's the worst leader in the history of America. You know what I mean? The worst president and all that. Like, you know, it's 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 never Trump over here. You know what I'm saying? Like gang oh. gang. Oh, but but like the way that they treated dude, like they was making that like he was worse than Hitler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And you could say that though. That's the thing with that. You could say whatever you wanted about him. You were you, you ain't lose your job. Yeah, yeah. It's a part of the narrative, though. I mean, it's the fake news. I think I think the one good thing that Trump did do is he exposed fake news and all of the uh, these outlets out here. That you yeah. know, what I mean, the fact that what was it? Uh, the New York Times got pulled off of Twitter. Uh, their, their post got yeah. shot or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How we do that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you you own this this conglomerate. You know what I mean? You own Twitter, but you can just start muting people now. Like, that's yeah. that's an issue. But and there's such a double standard now. Like, even 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 Biden recently said that there was no vaccine until he a came lot. into office. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Which is like, bro, like, where have you been the last 365 days? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a straight up lie. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, and nobody calls him out on it. Like, what's up with the media? Like, I thought y'all was fact checking. Like, Don't like, man, man. No, I post, I post. Excuse me, President Biden. Excuse me. We know what's crazy, though. Like, you right about that. Uh, they, you know, they, they he did expose that, but there's so many people that won't even agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they'll still keep watching 
CNN and and say Fox is fake or whatever the case, you know, go back. Right. Like they really stuck on that, yo. Like yo, CNN is their that's their their Bible, yo. Yeah, it's uh, true. And that's <laughs> and I guess that goes right back to the beginning topic of personal convictions. Like people draw authority out of <laughs> out of what's gonna best represent their morality you know what i mean so yeah because they best represent my morality i automatically gotta be all hands <coughs> in i gotta be all in yeah, for that right. platform when that's that's just not even biblical like that don't even make sense that's not yeah. christian my question would be to those though who um who canceled gina right like everybody who had an issue with what she said i think it was egregious i don't think she should have said what she said right but at the same time we got Disney out here who there, there, there's no such such thing as a bar with Disney as far as morality goes. Right. You know what I mean, like the, the, the messaging that they have in their movies for the tourist kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact, well, let me say allegedly, allegedly, you know, even with the, the new movie Milan that they put out, um, supposedly they were filming right by a, um, uh, a camp. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. say where they held Muslims at. And this is over in China. So I think if you if you can film your movie next to a concentration camp, allegedly, if this is true, then how can you hold a statement like this is actual people being killed, tortured? You know, I mean, and and you're not good with that. But this woman, she had she had a statement. I mean, while while it was um, it was crude, I don't think she should have said it Uh, at the same time. It's not an action. I mean, what you're doing is an action. So I wonder if people will cancel Disney. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go through right here. MAGA kids go screaming hats first into the wood chipper. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff wow. like that, you know. Wow. But he can keep his job, you know. I mean, it, I, I think it's okay to say and he worked know, with Disney, right? Or something. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. What's yeah. his name? Jack Morrissey. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's so cool. this is this is this is his uh this is his IMDB. So he worked right. on Beauty and the Beast, Twilight, Breaking Dawn, you know what I mean. Man, All these joints, right. yeah, he's he's in there. So you know? it's cool yes, to wow. say, you know, to to you know, give us slap on the wrist, you know, whatever, suspend her for a couple episodes, whatever the case. But to do what they did, like yo, you'll never work here again. And and then it 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 causes it causes the question of this is did this have anything to do with the fact that she's a minority, she's a Latina. Um, she's a woman, she's right? A woman. Like so many, she's right. a woman, and she's not white. So now that calls the question that, like, you have to ask those questions. Now, did it have anything to do with that? You kind of got to do a process of of elimination because when you do a comparison to like this dude, like that's a crazy right. graphic picture. I right. didn't, I didn't necessarily disagree with what she stated in that particular post that you put up, but what seemed to be the nail in the coffin was the consecutive posts, and then. What she said and other things was kind of like, whoa, hold up, you want to? Yeah, she off. said, she said, uh, Epstein didn't kill himself. She also um, talked about election Nobody fraud. Disagrees with that. People say that. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, uh, wasn't there? Uh, oh man, she didn't agree with that. <laughs> but I, but I think this was the the main tweet was this one though. It was uh, because they were they were calling one, yeah. anti anti semitism. That's basically why they. You know, they were saying that this, these comments were anti-Semitism, which is insane because it really wasn't. 
caption wise. Like, what, what did you get? Yeah. What did you give? What did you guys get from that tweet? Because I, I I felt like it was a reach for her. Conservatives, this like. Is it the same? Is it really the same? I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. But what well, did you I mean, guys get? Jimmy, Jimmy kind of touched on it, right? You said, didn't it get to a point where people were really hating Trump support? Yeah, yeah. People like people don't tolerate. People don't tolerate. Like it's like they had, they had like a a, a scarlet letter on them. You know what I mean? Like if you're a Trump supporter, then you're already a racist. You know, and all the all the Trump supporters I know are people of color. You know what I mean? Like, which is crazy. Like, I don't know no white Trump supporters. Like, I haven't met one yet. I'm sure they're out there. You know what I mean? But I live in California. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? and and so it's it's crazy to me that 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 people would say that, or that people would assume how how my political affiliation based on the color of my skin. Like, I had I was um I was up in the Bay and I was wearing a grow the heck up hat, and this uh this lady was like uh. She's like, oh, I like that hat. She's like, yeah, somebody in the White House needs to grow the heck up, you know? And she was just like, and I was like, lady, like, you don't even know where I stand. Like, how could you just assume so much based off of the color of my skin? You know what I mean? Like, and again, I don't, I don't like dude. I, I probably, the one dude who criticized them the most on this podcast. Um, and it was just weird to me, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know the the media has 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 done it like where 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 they they painted them to be racist like you know they said that same thing about uh about uh the proud boys you know what i'm saying even though like the leader was was you know cuban um you know it, it's just and so it begins to disenfranchise all of these people based on how they vote you know based based on and 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 if if you if you look at why they vote the way that they vote if you if you if if you you know boil it down, a lot of these dudes are in our comments because like they criticize Lecrae because they're anti-abortion. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why they voted for him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because they believe that 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 Trump is was was gonna get rid of abortion. You know, they believe in gun rights. You know what I mean? Which is very American. You know, um, right. so it's it's just weird to me like how. You know the the left, the media, liberals. You know whatever you want to label them, would 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 uh, label these people as like you know as Nazis. You know, and then and then get mad when people are like, "Yo, you trying to like, you know, you trying to paint us, you know, in a certain light." You know, it's it's just it's just wild to me, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's just crazy because because then it, it becomes so divisive. It's like you and even like like uh, yesterday, a MAGA posted us. He posted one of our videos because Ruslan was talking was uh, talking about it. This song he was mentioned in, and um, dude came. <laughs> dude asked me like, "What do I endorse Democrats?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, and I was like, "Yo, like, I don't endorse tyrants." Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I said that, I meant both sides. Uh-huh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't mean one side. You know what I mean? Like, I meant both sides because I'm very pro freedom. You know. Yeah. Um. But it, it's just it's just weird that we're we're in such a divisive space right now. Even you know even now you know like just because of politics you know. And I, I I agree with her. Like I, I I think that it is that way. You know where like people who people who who um who are who are pro two a Second Amendment like they're demonized. People who question the CDC, you know what I'm saying, and Fauci or anything like that are demonized just just for questioning. You know the data that they're putting out when you know, and that they've said that 
they've made mistakes and they've been wrong. You know what I mean? Like people are demonized for that. You know, it's just it's a wild time, you know. And so to for her to to get kicked off a show because of that, like, come on, man. There's there's far more worse people out there in Hollywood right now that we know of. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people who, who who have raped women, abused women, men, abused men. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And you 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 worried about this tweet about this this Instagram story? Like, yeah, I, I think she was just trying to make a comparison. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't I didn't agree fully agree with her comparison, but I I can get it. That's her her way of seeing it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when uh, Kanye was saying, you know. We the new slaves, you know what I'm saying? Talking oh. about, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, music, music and stuff like that. You know, right? What I mean? Which that and, blip was taken out of context because people, yeah, no, no, anyone that I've heard him uh, critique him for what he said in that particular sentence did not watch the long form of when he said that. Remember, yeah. right, right. He was comparing like what what their what what their experience was. In the music industry, right? Kind of um, what they're going through, and and I was just like, oh yeah, I mean, we can consider it that way—a modern day slavery. But it, it, there's no comparison, in my opinion. Right, right. right. That, that that's just where I was just kind of like, ah, I'm not really feeling but, that that much. But even with, but even in you feel, even in you yeah, not yeah. not feeling him, like you wasn't like, yo, let's cancel Kanye. You know what I mean? He don't deserve to be <laughs> on nah, Spotify. Boy, boy, you Yeezys, too- you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 that's what I'm not, saying. It's like it's just weird that people just want to silence right? everyone. You know. But yeah. even with the Harriet Tubman statement, I mean, it, it, it made sense in long form if you process everything that he was saying. He was talking about, you know what. Right. Harriet Tubman didn't necessarily just free the slaves. What ended up happening was because he was talking about the full context of freedom. They didn't have full liberties as a human being, period. Right. right, right. All they became was indentured servants. Right. That's, that's really what he was talking about contextually, right? right? I'm not co-signing right. anything that right. said, like any in particular, but but these comments I'm talking about. It. These comments yeah. I'm talking about was before that. Because that was during right when he was campaigning for the election. He said, "Yeah, that was on a camp. That that was on no, the, on the no, road." No, but I'm no, but I'm saying that the the slave right. stuff that was prior, way prior. I think this was about six years ago, probably. Where, his where, he, would, where he was bringing up the whole slave. Comp- so that's oh, where I was like in the yeah, music industry. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about the Harry. About that. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. He was talking so, about that, and then no, but the more like, more recent stuff was even crazier and even more bold to say comparison wise. Like I I, I liken that statement because he was like Harriet Tubman and free the slaves. Um, all she did was, uh, what was it? What did he say? Ah, uh, now I got to pop it out. I don't want to misquote it, but he basically <laughs> was saying like Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves, and yeah. this amendment didn't free the slaves. All they became was different kind of slaves, right? We're still picking cotton to this day. And then he was trying, he was, he was trying to do really a comparison similar to with, with this, this sister, this is Latina, right? Yeah. Uh, forgot her real name because I, I, I only think of a Gina, Gina, Carano. Gina, Gina, Gina Carano. Carano. Um, but I, I mean, I see it that way. And I going to the heart of the issue, right? This is that's not Christian, right? What's not Christian? The fact that we don't love each other enough, love our neighbors enough to be able to look at different sides. Mm. and disagree peacefully right right disagree peacefully and then have conversations like something that i've been stuck on for the longest i saw this interview i want to say middle of quarantine like maybe like mid 2020 um the truth did an interview with uh, another brother 
Uh, I think he hosts a podcast or something like that. And he was talking about how Christians and Muslims, we we actually are both speaking peace, right? We both are like, you know, fist up. We want peace, but we don't mean the same thing. And I think mm-hmm. that's the issue that that arises is that we don't mean the same thing. Um, we're not fighting for the same thing. We're not doing it in the same way. And we are preaching more than we're conversing. Mm-hmm. We have, we're preaching and hitting home with these viewpoints and speaking at people instead of speaking with people and really getting a common understanding. Like I've mm-hmm. had the most healthiest conversations and most fruitful dialogues with people that I disagree with mm-hmm. in the past five to 10 years. Wow. Five, 10 years. Like, with people that I disagree with and are able to disagree with me, but know that I love them nonetheless. I love my neighbor nonetheless, right? That wasn't just love your Christian brothers and sisters. It's love your neighbor, whoever that is, whether it's a Samaritan, whether it's an atheist, whether it's the Pharisee, whether it's the Sadducee, whether it's the person that's literally throwing a stone at you, it's loving that person. And when we so polar with how we right. so binary with how we say it's either right or wrong it's either right. correct or incorrect it's either right. plausible or not plausible you know what i mean yeah. oh there's a quote that's the quote i was about to that's pull it out yeah never it says harriet tubman for y'all that are listening harriet tubman never actually freed the slaves she just had the slaves go work for other white people and then shorty said girl we leaving right name. now <laughs> that's, that's what the but yo, Prophet like. Link, that's good. Um, so speaking about like your, you had seen an interview with the truth. You and um, you and DJ Lawson found. How did you guys meet? Because now you guys have your own podcast, right? The Missing Link podcast. So what what made you guys create that and go ahead and you know go forward with that venture? LNF. Yeah, I go. I go. Yeah. So me and me and Link, man, we have been linked together quote unquote, linked together since um, for about 10 years now. Um, wow. I moved to the Bronx, started going to the same church that Link is in, and we connected because we love Christian hip hop. You know what I mean, that was our connection for, for years. Um, I actually started DJing three years ago now. So uh, Link wow. was a part of a radio show named Rise Up Worldwide. Um, and he kind of encouraged me and brought me on to that, uh, that radio show, Rise Up Worldwide. Shout out to Joe Boss. Um, and, um, that's kind of where we linked together. We, we built the chemistry that is past friendship. I mean, now we have the, the, the on, on, excuse me, the on camera chemistry, um, that we, that we've built. And, um, you know, we, we basically were on there for about a year and a half together at the same time, at least. And, um, we, we both went through these kind of like family issues where we had to take a hiatus, uh, from the show. The show was, was gone for about a year. Um, and we basically we couldn't come back because necess- first of all, I think we were, when we were going to come back, it was during COVID. So first of all, you can't meet up in person. We would, we would be in right. person. Uh, it was a radio show, and that that does offer the best chemistry. I think uh, yeah. everybody being in the same room, right. but at the same time, um, during that that hiatus, man, people were hitting me up, uh, and as well as him at the same time. You're like, yo, you should do a an interview show of your own. Um, and I kind of sat on it for a year. Um, I think we, we came together probably like, like, um, maybe a year after the hiatus. And it's not really that, that long since we've been working on this, man. We, the show has only been, um, you know, uh, missing link podcast has only been around 
for maybe two months now, right? I think we, we might be at two months. Wow. Um, and for the most part, we've just been planning, you know, how we're going to execute the show, what we want it to look like, what we want it to sound like. Um, but yeah, man, we, we came together through church. Like that was, that's, that's the connecting piece for us is being under the same church body, being under the same leadership, um, having the same vision, right. As a believer. Um, and then the Lord took it from that to hip hop, from hip hop to the radio show, from the radio show, uh, now to the missing link podcast. You know what I mean? We could check us out every other week, man, on YouTube and in all of our uh, other social uh, sites. Nice. Yeah, man. Um, he, he said it beautifully. Like we connected first, uh, I think just being urban ministers. <laughs> right. that, that, that's what I like to call it. Um, uh, I am a creator. I'm a consultant and I'm a catalyst to social entrepreneurs. And then as I started doing my studies in social entrepreneurship, I learned that urban ministry is the same thing as social entrepreneurship. So I wanted to do social impact. This is the heart. Like I was a high risk youth. That's who I'm called to minister to. That's who I work with on a daily basis. That's my Clark Kent. I work with high risk youth in the Department of Education as a school conflict mediator. Um, and uh, a lot of my heart has been drawn towards formerly incarcerated individuals. Right. Um, returning citizens, as, as I prefer to call them. Um, and I should have went that route, but God spared me. I just never got caught for all the stuff I got involved with. So yeah. I lived that life. <laughs> I just never went to prison. Um, I never got convicted for anything. Um, but as far as our connection and how we connected, I think we just we just had that vibe like that, that, that just street persona, that understanding hood life. Um, and we connected on that level um, and being in a very contemporary Christian church, if that makes sense. Right. Like our worship is Hillsong. Hillsong it's, yeah. Right. Right. It's our worship Hillsong Elevation Worship. Like he could he could name them because he, he's the, the lead engineer, the, the only professional engineer the church has ever had in like 10 years, probably. And then wow. eventually God used him and his talents and his influence to build and create others and call and draw others that have experience with sound engineering and stuff like that. But anyway, um, I think we connected on that. And I think he just saw what I was a part of. Um, I love Christian hip hop. He actually has LNF actually has a longer history in Christian hip hop and more exposure than I do. Like I consider myself Rapzilla generation of CHH. Like that, that, that was my exposure. I didn't really get put on to CHH really to like 2010, 2011, 2012, and never got to experience the cross movements. Um, you know what I mean? The, 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 the dream junkies, the, the, what is it? Rats? What is it? Street rat? Uh, Tunnel rats. rats. Tunnel rats. Tunnel rats. See, see what I mean? Like I can't even quote it properly like that. I'm the later generation of it, but um, as I got introduced into the CHH realm here in New York City um, and started being more boisterous and then becoming an artist and then developing my own merch and then developing these networks, I just started to be very popular in the space uh, with folks and de developing relationships. I guess that kind of drew LNF in and then we built our own relationship. We started talking about different albums, different artists we love listening to and stuff like that. And um, that's what grew our passion for the space. We just want to see the brethren win. And we both have a heart of performing in excellence, um, representing Christ, being above reproach. Um, and as we started doing the podcast is when we learned all these different holes and areas um, that were lacking within uh, the body of believers that are in this space of, of Christian hip hop or urban ministry, as as we like to call it. Mm. Right. Um, like 
no no knowledge and understanding of digital marketing and social right. media management. Um, good sound and production, right? Like LNF got that to a T. Like he just his heart is burdened when it, it's not good sound. Like why are we in 2021 and you don't have good sound and proper production, right? Um, understanding that artists don't know the music business, like they don't know about um. Uh, publishing rights organizations they don't know about proper splits right. music splits when you're doing features with people like doing split sheets cost sheets and so, um just being a part of that process like shout out like I'll, I'll shamelessly plug him because he's not gonna do this for himself but he dropped this project Sasura, right with over 27 independent artists and being a part of the behind the scenes process of how he did the business with that like there were several of these artists that didn't know how to properly get their stuff published they didn't know how to copyright. They didn't know how to do proper proper splits. They were fine with just getting a couple of hundred bucks for a feature. And then that's it. They wouldn't have collected any royalties, but he educated them on that. Right. Wow. That's, wow, that's and, dope. and gave people more than what they were asking for. Gave and, and he did producer splits like all of this. We could get really, really deep, deep into music industry stuff. But that is what drew my heart more to him. And some of the stuff he shared er earlier, like that's my accountability partner. That's my brother in Christ in real life um we're not just media personalities with one another we're brothers in christ like we talk about our marriages we talk about raising our children we talk about walking in the faith different convictions like whenever i need a heart check i hit the bro up like yo am i seeing this the wrong way am i processing right, it? Right. Am I thinking about this the wrong way what do you think and we bounce ideas off of each other and that that's what birthed the missing link podcast really um yeah. this from rise up worldwide and and it was just a time in the season that we needed to develop individually but we yep. stayed in contact and then launch forward this podcast and that's what we're doing we're connecting creators and fans right now. what made you guys come up with that name missy missing link is it because dj oh, lost and found is, is he was missing one time and your last name is link is that <laughs> can't get nothing about that. <laughs> right right he's right, right. the bars right. or is it like there's a missing link in the um in the community where y'all feel like Almost yo, it is. They're, they're missing Triple entendres, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I think it started off right with uh with just the name missing link plate. A little bit of a play on both of our names. Like I'm I'm lost and found, right? Um he's Prophet Link. So it was a little bit of a play there, but then also it spoke to the message of what we want to do, and we want to be a bridge, you know what I mean, between creators and fans. Um, you know, I think a lot of creators are out here, right? But they, they're not uh necessarily uh, connected to fans or even even if a creator has fans, maybe the fans want something deeper, like a deeper conversation. So that's what we're really trying to do is provide deeper conversations, um, fruitful conversations, really dig into um, our talks. You know, what I mean, with us just uh, speaking with the truth, man, we, of course, he talks about apologetics. Um, but does it, did anybody know that he was uh, he had joined Hillsong Church as a pastor there now? You know I mean, but that just came from the conversation. Right. Um, so that, you know, we spoke right. with 350, um, about anxiety. You know what I mean? That, that blessed me as somebody who, uh, has social anxiety. Like that was a blessing for me. So I think what we're trying to do is dig and, and go deeper than just the surface level conversations that a lot of us have, I think, um, and, and give, I, I think really fit, <laughs> fill that hole that way, DJ Wado, um, that he left. I mean, right. uh, we have not had filled, I think in a long time. Yeah, that was a great show, man. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely one of our inspirations, DJ yeah. Grado and then yeah. uh, the homie Joe Boss. We're indebted to him with that platform with Rise Up Worldwide um, and just the evolution of how that developed. 
um, and di our different personalities and hearts for for performing the Lord's calling over our life. That's what kind of elevated this whole thing. And then yep. the next, we'll, we'll drop an exclusive here. The next interview is going to be with AI, the anomaly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did that a few weeks ago. AI is making her rounds, man. Yeah. Yes, so, yes. That's the system. Dope MC. And what's crazy is I had the opportunity to, I've had the opportunity twice. I think this is before LNF joined Rise Up, but we interviewed her twice on the show. Um, and I maintained a relationship and contact with her over the years even leading up to her signing uh, with God Over Money and did some work with her on this project that just uh, dropped um, as far as promotion and stuff like that, which is doing very well. But anyway, um, talking about the depth of the conversation we had with her, we talked about just, you know, balancing life and how that's a myth. Like that, that's that's really a myth. There's no such mm. thing as balance, especially for the believer um, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, being a minister, being a parent, right, being a spouse. Um, we talked a lot about that, um, just creativity, the whole notions, the, the the messaging behind the project, Souls Acrylic, and it's super dope interview. That's going to be dropping next week. But this is what we're bringing to the table, just having real conversations with folks and really delving into the creator more than what they create. You know what I mean? Right, right, um, right. And it's definitely going to open up past artists. Um, we're going to be interviewing producers, uh, uh, videographers, you name it, whoever the Lord uh, brings before us, we want to definitely highlight them. That's good Dope. stuff, man. Right. Any Dope. anybody you guys uh you guys want to have? Like you guys are like, yo, we need to get this person. Yo, if you got the hookup to Toby Nwigway, uh set it up. Please. <laughs> <Word>. Toby. <laughs> Word. Well, I might have a plug. I might, I know somebody over in his camp um that that I've done music with, so I might have a plug, but um uh -oh, I don't uh -oh. know. It might be a little bit too early to, to ask, right? So I don't know. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't believe there's anyone in particular that's outside of the reach to do it. It's just a matter of the timing and the season. If if the Lord wants to highlight them and what they're right. doing, yeah, that, right. I mean, yeah, it, Dreamfall. I mean, we we. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so I I say a couple of years ago I would definitely be fanboyed out. Um, as far as like the people I would love to get in the space and talk with, but I think over the years learning and having conversations with these type of people high and i hate to put it in this way but just for sake of conversation right high what, what would be considered high profile right uh, celebrities right. um famous right whatever uh, achieve a certain aspect of success um i've been having conversations with these folks for for so long now that are kind of desensitized to it um so i don't know if there's Anyone in particular that'll be super hype and excited. I mean, yeah. Kanye, if we could get Kanye on the podcast, <laughs> that'd, go. that'd be super dope. That'd be super dope. Uh, yeah. A Toby Nwigwe. Um, but really, I, I think the Lord is, uh, uh, this started with a tweet years ago, literally. Um, Biz had said something about money and then I tweeted back one of his, his lyrics and then he responded with a laugh. And it was at that moment years ago that I was like, yo, this is just a regular dude that finds the same stuff I find funny. Right. Like, right. He right, finds yeah. things funny just like I do. He laughs. He cries. He deals with anxiety. Right. He's been open about these different subjects and topics that I deal with on a daily basis. It's just his life is under a microscope because he's a public figure. And I learned right. that as I became a public figure more and more. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think there's anyone in particular that I'd be super super hype about I hear that um, right. but 
Amen. Look, As Lord, when y'all start Lord. sending y'all DMs and your emails, don't don't uh just get ready for for no response sometimes. Oh, you're <laughs> right. Or being left oh, on red. Already used, already used to that. And having to hit the back door like, yo, y'all, I try to hit your man. What's up? Now yeah, you got to get a friend manager. of a friend. Uh, yeah, what's up with your man? I'm trying to get him. Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't even right. see that DM. In the, in the comments, like, yeah, yo, check your trash. DM. <laughs> right. And I, I mean, didn't see it because it's in the trash. <laughs> that was when you talk about uh, rise up being our springboard. That's kind of where, like, I was. Sorry, Prophet, I'm going to go behind the scenes a little bit, right? Not I was bad. a little bit, um, I think, more involved in booking people, right? Um, so there, there's a lot of people. Um, I don't, I won't say no names, but there's a lot of yeah. folks who we wanted to reach out to and mm-hmm. have on the show. Um, some of them, management was just like, nah, you guys are too small. Um, mm. I don't think it'll be beneficial. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, we got set up for, for this show and... Um, that's all right. You know what I mean? We're, we're building. Um, we're, we're trying to bring quality. You know what I mean? Right. So, like you said, in due season, right? We might not be there right now, but who's who's to speak on a year from now, two years from now, um, who will have on a show, you know? Right. True. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and sometimes, you know, I feel like you realize that the kind of conversations that you want to have, um, they come from the people that you least expect that you're going to have it with. You know what I'm saying? That's like, a fact. And, and that becomes uh, that becomes kind of um, something that you enjoy to have. You're like, yo, like we had this person and you know, what I mean, maybe their platform wasn't as big as everyone else's, but their conversation was so like this conversation, like this was right. a, 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 a dope combo that we had. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, just keep pushing, man. Keep doing what y'all doing, man. I see. You know, what I mean, we see y'all out here, man. And um Praise God. No, may God bless you guys. We man. see y'all too, man. Yeah. We see y'all too. We're praying blessings and, and favor and just uh exponential growth in this season, man. We Appreciate definitely be following, following in, and inspired by you guys as well. And I think that's what we need in the body of Christ. Um, Amen. fellow creatives, just encouraging, yeah, them, being tuned into yeah. what's happening with one another. Um, I I I'm more than sure LNF. Uh, we'll co-sign this next statement like if, if there's a particular person that you're trying to get in touch with and we have a contact with them then there's no reason why we shouldn't be living out acts 242 right the believers in the early church they thrived and they grew exponentially because they shared in everything right and right. now it might not make sense for me to sell all my possessions so that you good over in cali you know what i mean bro but like, <laughs> like that's not very practical this day and age right. but there's no reason why my networks, my resources, any information, Absolutely. any knowledge base, yeah. right? Like you was, you guys were picking up brain earlier about what platforms we're using to, to host the podcast. Like right. that, that's free access and information. You could definitely hit us up. And I think we, we got to shout out the homie Joe Boss at Rise Up too. The, the experience we got to gain was networking, booking. Yeah. Um, like we, we got to interview Chris Broussard from Fox Sports. Yep. Like that was insane. Dope. Like yeah. and we had a regular conversation. And mind you, I'm a couple of networks just separate before that interview. I was already a couple of networks separated from because of the homie Donnell, uh, uh, Donald uh, Goodell, um, known as Reflect. He's down with Infantry, right? Um, yeah. He's down with King's Movement, right? He actually runs the NYC chapter. So I already had contacts, but to be able to just make the connection and actually have the interview and actually have conversations with this guy and then get plugged into his networks was phenomenal, right? Chris Broussard, we got in touch with Derek Minor, which led to a direct relationship with the homie Mike Mack, who handles booking for RMG. Uh, you know what I mean? Like these are different relationships that we've maintained over the years and that we've had close contacts with. So that's that's open access to you guys. Which is yeah, that, that, yeah. 
Yeah, man, appreciate that. That that's kind of like, um, I mean, we we've been on that same wave too, man. Because like when we we came on, like we really didn't have any contacts. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people really like, you know, received us with open arms. You know, uh, Mario Esco showed us love. Yeah. Uh, the crew showed us love. You know what I mean? Even yo, Ruslan was on the show last week. Like yo, Ruslan yeah, does numbers. He yeah. does numbers, you know what I'm saying? Like crazy numbers. We don't do those kind of numbers, you know what I'm saying? And and like, you know, like uh DJ Lawson found was saying, like, you know, people are like, nah, you're, you're not there yet. Like, I totally expected that from Ruslan and he showed us love, you know what I mean? And so we try to give that back, you know what I mean? And 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 so I appreciate that gesture, man. And anything that we can do to help y'all, you know what I mean? We definitely will do it for y'all, man. We got a we got a small network of uh podcasters on Telegram. We share each other's stuff. Um, you know, we, we encourage one another, you know, um, so it's just, it's just a really dope time right now. Um, you know, in this space, because there's so many creatives doing things, you know what I mean? And it's like, and a lot of people are open to, to, uh, not just like learning, you know, but also, uh, sharing, you know, their experiences and, and, and their network and their, you know, and, and all of that, you know, so it's, it's just beautiful, man. It's, You're even seeing artists beautiful. now, like even some of the 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 more no name artists are starting to do their own pods and mm-hmm. or their spinoffs or yo, let's have a convo, let's jump on. Yeah, the pod, yeah. Right? Everybody's seeing seeing Ruslan killing it on multiple streams of in, uh, revenue. <laughs> right. They seen so that's right. the big homie me, me and Rus. So uh, LNF and I actually got the opportunity when we hosted Rise Up 2019. We hosted a concert and. We made that connection with Ruslan because he got he he became privy to who was on the lineup. So we had Stephen Malcolm, we had Shawan, we had Ian Kenville, and a couple of the homies. We had uh, Zaire, who's local here in New York, and they actually got a song together. So we made an arrangement where he was like, "Yo, you handle my my flight and my stay, and I'll come out and perform and rock with you guys." And we just we just like hit it off after that. We became bros like in real life. Like I hit him up every other day. We talked, and then I became a part of his Patreon community. Um, so if you guys want some consulting and stuff like that on Patreon, I've been following him and a bunch of other creators I actually do consulting on that aspect, uh, professionally as well. Dope. Um, so just a- anything to help elevate and, and add value. But anyway, yeah. uh, the point I was bringing that up was being a part of his Patreon community is actually will help to elevate, um, me as an individual, as a creator, um, and then linking with LNF. And that's what kind of helped launch this whole thing, like the templates that we use, the platforms we use and stuff like that was being a part of other creative communities. So right. I, I'm literally on six different Patreons now. Six Patreons. Right. Like I got a whole testimony of how the Lord has been using Patreon to bless my business and bless my household. Because um, I, 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 use, I use that as um, in, ad- in addition to my tithes and offerings. I actually give into Patreon, into movements and ministries. Um, nice that are glorifying the lord you know what i mean but anyway that's dope. The, that like you were saying like the folks now like you see a lot of artists now jumping on patreon dude's been telling them for years ruslan been telling folks for years yo you sleeping get on patreon get on patreon get on patreon so now you're going to start seeing the redevelopment of a lot of patreon pages um uh 
can I share this? I don't know if I can share. I'm, I'm not going to share this this tidbit info just yet because it's insider info and I don't have clearance to share it. But you're going to see a couple <laughs> off of here, off here. <laughs> you, see, uh, you see AI the Anomaly. She just launched uh, her Patreon community that yeah. is now way more in depth and way more engaging. And actually, it's contributing directly to the work that she does with high risk yeah. youth in the, the state of Buffalo. Um, and actually now she's <laughs> just heard this the other day. She's actually doing servicing and programs for kids in Atlanta through the Department yeah. of Education. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she shared oh, that on our podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I might have yeah. heard it on your podcast, actually. Or the interview <laughs> with Ruslan. Um, but you see yeah. in that, like, it's incredible what's happening with the body believers and creators that are, um, you know, impacting each other and sharing and loving yeah. on one another, right? We're subscribed yeah. to your page. You guys subscribe to ours. We right. show love. We hit that like button. We're right. engaged in the conversation. We're following what's going on. And then right. we're sharing each other's platform. So we definitely would love to get an episode of you guys on the Missing Link podcast so we could Let's highlight the right. growth of That's Not Christian and what you guys Let's are do doing that. with this um, conversation because it's super dope. We need to connect more people and, and cross the audiences because we all lovers and believers of the word. Um, and also for those that are not believers, that are not professing uh, Christians, but are within our networks and within our reach and our mm -hmm. audience, we should also be exposing them to how we love one another. That's what right. I'm saying. Absolutely. Right, so they're gonna know you by, know by you. love. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's real. That's Sorry. real. Get off the soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, with that being said, man, I got the scripture today. I'm going to start from Revelation 7. Ooh. Yo, don't nobody ever give the word of the day, you know, say from Revelation. But I think this is yo, good. Especially what you got, when, man? Especially you when got? we're talking about giving God glory. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. start with Revelation 7, 10, and I'll end it All at right. 12. And it says, and crying out with, loud, with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Shabbat. Let's go. <laughs> um, Prophet Link and uh, Digital Lost and Found, where can people find you? If they need to contact you, let them know, let them know the details. Yeah, I guess I'll start. Yeah, you can find me on all social media platforms. That's at DJ Lost and Found. Uh, DJ, the letter N, uh, a lost letter N found uh, on all social media platforms uh, for music because I'm a music curator. Um, so I bring music musicians and, and beats together in order to create music. Um, you can find all my music uh, at DJ Lost and Found on Spotify and then the Missing Link podcast, man. We're on all social platforms, YouTube. Uh, and tell us where we're not at so we can keep going there and growing there too. So, uh, yeah. check us out, yeah, yeah. And I'm at Profit Link on all social media platforms. Um, and that's spelled normally Profit like Messenger of God, L I N K. Um, at Profit Link, um, LNF already shouted out at Missing Link Podcast on all media platforms. Also, if you guys are on Clubhouse, we are on Clubhouse as well at DJ Lost and Found at Profit Link. Um, and we actually started um, the music, merch and media club in Clubhouse. So if you guys want to be a part of that, we share we get all types of folks on there. We've had the likes of Jay Monty, Jay Crumb, uh, CJ King, 
um, sharing best practices when it comes to merchandising and branding, social media marketing and management, how to get in touch with your target audience, and then, of course, music stuff, too. So uh, definitely follow us on there and follow the conversations. What we do is actually we leak the audio for the Missing Link podcast on Clubhouse on right. Wednesdays. Uh, Wednesday evenings at six o'clock, and then we post the show live everywhere else um, at midnight, Thursday midnight. Yep. Fire. That's what's up. Right. Oh. Well, thank you everybody for uh, watching this episode. Don't forget to get your merch at shop.thatsnotchristian.com. And welcome to all the people that are listening to us on God's Music Radio. Uh, it's a privilege to uh, be able to serve you, and we hope that uh, you enjoy uh, our content. If you're on uh, Spotify or Apple uh, Podcasts, make sure you leave those reviews. We are the fastest growing Christian podcast, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace. 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 Peace.